Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. actor. Right, you already know what that means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal pod. What you call it? Mm-hmm. The podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know who it is. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratz in the third. You already know it's Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens. Um, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Party Starter, Silk Pajamas, Belly Rollin', uh, who else I is? Nate Yawine, uh, who else I is? Guess we can be Ben Nathlessberger, Nantonio uh, Brown, Nene Smith-Schuster, Names Connor, since we finally got another win, uh, <laughs> who else I is? A Nate is born. Uh... Uh, Natum, um, uh, Nady Brock. Uh, hey, that ain't nothing I want to be called. But. <laughs> um, Nyatt, Nyatt, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Roly Man. Spread your Roly wings. Uh, it's Joaquin Phoenix, Africa, AK Boogie with the hoodie. Push a cake. Oh, God. <laughs> Fix My Life, Van Zant, Kai Dollar Sign, uh, Cherry High Tower. I thought you were to say Cherry on Top. Like, what is that? That sounds like a nickname you would come up with. Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze, The Bocce Chef, Neon Ember, The FPG, The Bar Technician, Raymond Kane, The Word Bender, Uncle Hami. Sweet lady, would you be mine? My sweet love for a lifetime. I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Like a text message? All right, let's get down to business. No Eminem with Dr. Dre. Let's get down to business. I don't got no time to play around. What is this? Must be a circus in town. On your clowns. Can I get a witness? Yes, you may. That would have been the super clean version. Yeah, or the, the kids' bot version. <laughs> All right, you seen any movies since the last episode? Um, Of course, seen. I think I got to have my stuff queued up better. All right, we both saw that flick. What did you think about that movie? Uh, like I've said before, I started off very, very disturbed at the Pusha T song with Autotune. That was that was so. I really was looking at the screen like, like is this a Pusha song I've heard before? Is I this was some? shocked. I was in d- uh, disbelief that the king of the ovenware 
would have a song sounding like I need to look that song up actually. He's like, hey, yo, uh, engineer, make sure you turn my auto-tune all the way up. I don't want it to be subtle. If I'm using auto-tune, I want it to be very noticeable. That is bizarre. Um, No uh, D12 member. uh, uh, Just to jump to the end real quick before we get to chopping up everything in the middle. Uh, Spoiler alert. But This ain't even a real good spoiler. So the after credit scene, uh, we find Woody Harrelson playing... Cletus Cassidy, uh, or the Cassidy Cletus, Cletus Cassidy. It don't matter. Uh, in prison, he says a corny line. He looked like little orphan Annie, but more importantly, when we saw him on screen after um, that scene went off, Milkshake said, "What is Billy Hayes doing in this movie?" And that came from somebody who is a or she is a Woody Harrelson fan. So for Billy Hayes to be what he was called <laughs> was pretty funny. Oh man, um, it's funny. We almost called that scene correctly. We thought uh, Riz Ahmed's character was going to be how uh, he received his symbiote or symbiote or however they pronounce it in that movie. Thought his riot or his one was going to bounce off of him and go on to um mr cassidy's but uh eh, didn't happen that way but it's still he still was in jail yeah um other than that the movie overall wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be um oh so this has copyright infringement so how am i gonna find this song uh it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it also wasn't good. The acting was odd, especially mainly, like, for me, mainly from Michelle Williams. I'm like, is she giving it her all? And she told you she did it for the check and for Tom Hardy. The fact that she actually said that. She was giving it a buck with you, like, before you go in to see this movie. And you see the performance I'm about to put on. I'm just <laughs> telling you now. Yeah. I did it for the check. And I did it for my boy, Tommy H. Yeah, so she, this was another... She did a little bit more than Rachel uh, McAdams did and Dr. Definitely Strange. Definitely did more than Rachel <laughs> McAdams. Uh, at one point, I was almost about to say, Michelle, you're too much of an accomplished great actress to be doing this type of role. And I still feel that way. But yeah, when you really think about it, all three of the stars in this movie, they seem a little better than... This th- movie. Yeah. Definitely Michelle Williams. Riz Ahmed, definitely, because he... I, I don't know if it was his fault or the script, but that whole... Carlton Drake, just character and performance was just a, just a no-show. Yeah. And even like I've said off on a different podcast, Tom Hardy, my dude, you a great actor. I didn't see that great acting performance for a property that it seemed like you really wanted to do. Yeah. But that's just me. Other people seem to enjoy his performance, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm not, like, why can't these men get these roles where they're the little side person and then it seemed like that side person is very pointless? Because when we thought it was going to be Chris Pine, yeah, he made sure. <laughs> it was basically Wonder Woman and the Chris yeah. Pine show. <laughs> they both saved the day at the end in their respective manners. Yep. And these other ones, it's just, they're just the man running the show. Where and when can we get a Chris Pine sidekick where he's literally just a love interest? He's a damsel in distress. They better let they better let Captain Marvel do something like that. Yeah, maybe Captain Marvel, maybe this Black Widow movie. Yes, well, something. Or Birds of a Prey, I can definitely see doing it. But that movie might DC. be whack. So, or this uh, Silk 
or this black cat or whatever Sony. They're gonna be so cocky. Whatever Sony movies they just officially greenlit over the weekend. <laughs> yeah, they're like, all right, it's official now. <laughs> they put they gonna give this Morbius movie at least a two hundred million dollar budget. <laughs> they got we got Jared Leto. We got this property that we know people are gonna go bonkers about, even though they have no clue what it is. Even like the even diehard comic book fans probably don't know. This character, I'm not too familiar with him. Yeah, I just know that he's a Spider-Man villain. And they just gonna go all out, but yeah. Um, yeah, so breaking the movie down, Tom Hardy opened the movie up with a Golden State Warriors j- uh, shirt on. <laughs> since it's Laker gang around here, I was not feeling uh, that at all. <laughs> Especially since it was just Cavs gang a little bit ago. I definitely am not feeling that. Shout out to uh, Marcus Smart for practically tearing up when being interviewed about uh, what he was saying to J.R. Smith after they got in that little kerfuffle. <laughs> so like, bro, just admit that you sad because your mom died. Don't be trying to be all tough to try yeah. to cover it up because that voice was cracking. <laughs> you know somebody ain't really about it or they really upset when their voice is cracking. Yeah. <laughs> um, the part where there's a part where. Um, Eddie's life takes a quick shift towards the beginning of the movie. Yeah, very quickly. And I just thought the writing and the pacing of that like couple minutes was just poorly done and dramatic. But that just me personally, without spoiling too much, um, when when Eddie and Venom first come into like you know start interacting with each other. I did not think Mr. Eddie Brock was uh, startled enough. And I'm starting to notice that in movies. I don't know, maybe they might have always done this, but I'm looking at stuff in like real life situations. And if, you know, I murdered somebody for the first time, or mm-hmm. if I came in contact with this thing that I like to call a parasite in my body that's talking to me in my head and popping out and making me do crazy stuff, I'd, I would act surprised. I can't yeah. necessarily say how I would act, but. I think I would give a little bit more energy energy than these people are giving in these movies lately. It must be becoming very hard to write that in movies because it would take up too much time. Because it'll take a while before they get used to murdering. So they might as well be like, we just going to have them automatically used to it. I guess. At least, get, at least give me one reaction one time. You ain't got to do it every yeah. time. Because yeah. when I... And when they first started becoming more of a fighting movie in the uh, Fast and Furious series, seeing them kill people with such ease <laughs> was crazy. But they, you had to let that go because the movie was good. Yeah, you too entertained. Classic to stop and think about like I'm wilding. But like when, when Michelle Rodriguez threw that dude off the boat and he fell into the fan blade, it was wrong. Slices. <laughs> movie was good. So she I kept it pushing. <laughs> I didn't think it. We got to remember they're criminals at the end of the day. They're very bad. You, they this, they managed to get people to root for very bad people. Exactly, that's what you got to remember. They are not good individuals. They Definitely. were very they were very much criminals at yeah, one why point. Do people, Venom <laughs> talked about the world has enough superheroes. You need an antihero. Uh, the Fast family <laughs> definitely were that first. <laughs> yeah, they definitely were the original antiheroes. They yep. were bad originals. I said it. Yeah. No CW show. Um, what else we have? Jenny Slate. Obvious child. Her role in the movie was underwhelming. For one, I forgot she was in the movie until I saw her on Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what is she here promoting? <laughs> she said Venom. Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. Then you watch the movie like, yeah, did she really need to make the, the media rounds for this, yeah. this role she had? When she was first in it, I was like, all right, she got a big part. But then she had a disappearing act. Uh 
after she let uh, Eddie Brock know there's some funny business. Yeah, so it was that was a little um, disappointing, I guess. But if you don't know who she is, and you probably just thought she was just some character who didn't deserve a big role. Yeah. Uh, no, skip over that. I don't know who she is. She's the girl that cussed on Saturday Night Live on like her first episode. <laughs> I just watched that one with Aquafina or the last this past yeah, I weekend. Watch it yet. Her voice is deep. I mean, yeah, I mean, she wasn't bad, <laughs> just because it felt like I saw I, Travis Scott's acting performance. Yeah, <laughs> there was some there was some uh, sketches they could have done away with, <laughs> but that's usually typical for Saturday Night Live. Um, to get to something that I enjoyed about the movie because. I really didn't like this movie all that much. It was it wasn't like uh as awful like you just said, it wasn't as awful as I expected it to be, but I wouldn't say it was I wouldn't say it was good by any means because yeah. only thing I enjoyed about this movie was the character Venom and it was almost an enjoy to the point where you just gotta like take it as it is because I didn't want Venom to be super co- uh, comedic and funny and whatnot. I wanted to see him be more violent than funny, but he was more funny than he was violent in this movie. And that's kind of upsetting, but since I already, since I have to watch him act this way in this movie, I guess I'll enjoy mm-hmm. that aspect of him. And his uh, interactions with Eddie Brock was entertaining. That's why I wish there was more of that, but of course they had to set the movie up, so we didn't get that for half of the John. So if I got a sequel to the movie, I think this would be better as long as I don't got to see Woody Harrelson and his red curly hair strutting <laughs> around the whole time. Yeah. And then when Venom was in action... Even though he was not easily seen when he was moving around, it was still entertaining to watch his the levels of destruction that he did reach. He didn't, or whenever he did bite off somebody's head, which wasn't often, yep, like did, twice. Yeah, you didn't see it, so that was annoying. But you know, seeing him just recklessly go, destroy the area that he was fighting in, that was entertaining. So I'll give the movie that. Um. Skip that. The end battle scene. When I first left the theater, I was like, it was okay. It was just way too short. Now the more I think about it, I wasn't really feeling it. <laughs> it was. It, was, it started out like it could have been entertaining, but the the length and the fact that it was hard to see a lot of the stuff that was going on with the different gooey villains. I mean, I, I could say gooey villains because the trailer spoiled that part of it. Yeah. But the, the the two gooey villains fighting each other was just. It was just it just wasn't appealing to the eye, or it definitely wasn't shot in a way that it was appealing to the eye, and yeah, that's basically really all I've had to say about this yeah. Venom. I wish it was more of a connection to Spider Man. Obviously, you don't want to overdo it you, since they can't really put Spider Man in this. And I mean, that's probably they they really might be secretly connecting it to the Spider into the Spider Verse. I want it connected to that. <laughs> that might be that, like. Okay, because okay, in this movie we're introducing alternate universes. This could be an alternate universe. <laughs> so, you know, just, you know. But if they thought um, they was worrying about linking this up with like a PG-13 Spider-Man with the, the MCU Sony one, they would have a very hard time trying to convince me of this. I, what I know has to be PG Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I don't know why I have a feeling it has to be PG, but I see, I feel like it's PG. And then this, this Venom movie, but whatever. Yeah, so we'll see. I can't believe it did as well as it did. Yeah, it proved me wrong. I definitely didn't see it making $80 million and I definitely didn't see the likelihood of a sequel coming being that high, but... Oh, that's crazy. But I guess, but you know, 
We gonna see. We are gonna see. All right, you watch anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it for me. All right, me, I just watched one other John, and that was the other big release that come out this past weekend, and that was A Star Is Born. When comparing the two, because they're two similar movies, obviously, you can tell just based off the trailers and the pitch, in the pictures and the photos and the posters. <laughs> um, a Star Is Born is a way much better movie than this is. Um, I will admit the one thing I didn't really care for about this movie was the fact that there was so many performance scenes. <laughs> I was. I like, had a singing. I, I I truly understand why it was done, and it makes sense for it to be done that way. So I don't know why in my head I'm just sitting there like another one. Like they're not <laughs> bad. Like the the music. Like I was like, okay, if I really like like this music like that. This ain't. This is like good movie music that would be written for a movie. But it's just like it happens so often. I'm like, y'all could have cut some of this runtime down because the movie was two hours and fifteen minutes. Not long. I mean, for some people, it's long, but not really long. It only just felt like it could have been shorter just because they could have chopped at least one or two of those scenes down, put them in like the deleted scenes or something. You know, you gotta like if you wanna if people you want people to care about your special features again, you gotta put some good stuff in your special features. Yeah. But that's the only really qualm I have about the movie. Other than that. Great movie, great performances by the cast. Bradley Cooper bodied it. His character, he gave his character had like a like groggly, mumbling, uh, almost a imbecilic voice, if that's even a word. Don't think it is, but I'm gonna say it. <laughs> but he killed it. He mumbled his way through a great performance. His co-star in the movie, Lady Gaga, for this being her first uh, leading role in a major motion picture, she did a great job. This was like almost a perfect role for her to play to then branch her off and do other stuff because she is a singer in real life. So she might know that struggle of looking a certain way and people not wanting to even take your music seriously just because of the way you look. So she might have been able to like really deep uh, delve into some deep feelings that she has and let that loose on her character. But she did great playing her character. Um, and this was Bradley Cooper's first movie to direct. So he did a great job with directing. Yeah, that's crazy. So big ups These to These first time directors are knocking it out the park lately. Yeah, because it's probably like maybe because we don't have um anything to p- pair it off to or they might just been or compare it to or they might just really wanted that first project that they really would like feel passionate about to do. So I don't know, but he did a great job. So I definitely would not be surprised if they both got nominated for Oscars this year. And it would be dope to see Bradley Cooper get nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor, Best Director, and then see A Star is Born get nominated for Best Picture. Because this is definitely up the alley of those type of movies that the Oscars like. Absolutely. And it has the emotional moments and ending that the Oscars love. They love music movies. They love these type of like little relationship love movies that, um, that treads in the direction this movie went. So it has all those different things that they want. So I definitely think we'll see that. It'll be dope to see. Um, just some notes. Um, it's just funny to watch because I like to say Lady Gaga's character, which was named Allie, she, uh, her character in the movie slowly turned into like a calm down version of Lady Gaga's, which I thought was funny. <laughs> um, said that, said that. Dave Chappelle is in this movie. Once you watch the movie, I forgot he's in there. Can somebody please tell me what his character was? Like who he was to uh, Bradley Cooper's character? His character's name is Jackson Maine. So, <laughs> Dave, can somebody tell me what Dave Chappelle's character w- was his relationship to Jackson? Because I can't figure it out. Friend, acquaintance. It was definitely friend, but I don't know how friend. 
<laughs> like I don't know what type of friend, what what was their past. He just literally appeared. Um that's funny. That's a spoiler. There is um if you go see the movie, there's an uh something happens at the end. You know, the thing that happens at the end, if you pay attention in the movie, they give you clues that this is going to happen. <laughs> I'm watching the movie and I see this image that they show and it's like it's not even subtle. It's it's in the background and it's like the camera is not focused on it, but it is focused on it. So when you if you see if you pay attention to the movie, you see this image, it stands out. And I saw when I was watching, I was like, why are they showing this? And then once you get to the end of the movie, like, uh, okay, so that's like a little subtle Easter egg to what's going to happen in the movie. There's also another scene when somebody's telling a story. The this is, the story has to do with what happens at the end. So if you haven't seen any of the other uh, Stars Born movies like me, I didn't even want to read up on it because I wanted to be kind of surprised what happens. Um, you definitely can just see some little tea leaves left in the movie, which I thought was pretty cool. And... Yeah, so this is just a great movie. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it's like one of my favorites of the year, but definitely a well-acted, well-directed, just well-done movie. So shout out to all parties involved. And that is all I watched. So we can get to some topics unless you got a game. I do not have a game this week. Uh, when did we play brother, brother, brother last week? Was that last I week? I believe so. Okay. All right, so we can move on to the – I'll name this bracket later once again. I'm really contemplating moving the uh, <laughs> NBA Hollywood playoff bracket little segment yeah, to a bonus uh, episode just because. Um, yeah, so, all right, so our, nomin- or our person for this week is your boy Tom Hardy. So this week we're doing his worst movie. Oh, so this means war. All right, so let's see if that actually lines up. Because, okay, the first movie he was in was Black Hawk Down, where he was actually credited as Thomas Hardy. Oh, that's when he was a young boy. Did you ever see Black Hawk Down? Because I don't think I ever did. Nope. Okay, and then in between then, he starts doing movies I've never heard of. (laughs) So, what what was Star Trek Nemesis? That wasn't one of the, that's one of the old ones with like Patrick Stewart. Yeah, it looks like him. Um, Yeah, this came out in 2002. So from 2002 to 2008, he did a bunch of movies I've never heard of. So I'm assuming he did these over there in his hometown. <laughs> um, all right. So oh, he did a movie with Daniel Craig back in the day. Oh. So, uh, all right, 2008, so he was in Sucker Punch, which I don't remember. I surely don't remember him in that. Barely remember the movie. <laughs> yeah, the movie was a disappointment, but that's neither here nor there. Did you ever see Rock and Roller? Nope. All right, then we skip a couple movies, and that takes us to Inception. Okay. Which is where I first actually, like, seen him, seen him. So, Sucker Punch or Inception, which is worse? Sucker Punch. All right, Sucker Punch or, did you ever see Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy? Nope. All right, Sucker Punch or Warrior. Did you ever see that? Nah. All right, I saw that. Sucker Punch is definitely worse. <laughs> um, Sucker Punch or This Means War. This Means War. <laughs> And that is that ending scene <laughs> was so garbage. Shout out to Chris Pine. Who and it made no sense. And Reese Witherspoon, where they were fighting for her love, basically. <laughs> this means war or Dark Knight Rises. This means war. He had a nice little 2012. All right, this means war or Lawless. You ever see that? With your boy? Uh, nah. I saw that. This means war is worse. But that was his 2012. Um, Did you ever see Locke? Nope. 
Yeah, I never got around to that. I did see the drop, though. Did you see it? Nah, I ain't no Tom Hardy fan, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which is worse. This means war the drop. Definitely this means war. Um, didn't Purposely didn't get around to seeing Child 44. Oh, yeah. Um, Mad Max Fury Road or this means war. This means war is clearly worse than probably major- majority of his big movies. Yeah, and- I don't know them other ones. Yeah, I saw Mad Max as well, and I didn't even like love it like other people did. I thought it was oh, like cool, but people were literally foaming at the mouth of how good it was, and I didn't see that. But like Charlize Theron, yeah, I guess. But Tom Hardy doesn't like her, <laughs> or vice versa. Yeah, they probably won't be doing movies again with each other. Um, <laughs> didn't, dang, I didn't get to see Legend either. Did you see that? Nope. I still do want to see that movie where you playing them twins. All right, The Revenant or Ma- uh, This Means War. This means war. Uh, Dunkirk, or this means war. I see Dunkirk. This means war is worse. Uh, technically, he was in Star Wars: The Last Jedi, um, as FN nine two six. So, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, or this means war. This means war. And last but not least, Venom, or this means war. I'm going with this means war because if we had to say which one of you these you want to watch right now, I ain't picking this means war. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because I said before, I probably will buy Venom. So, <laughs> and that's only because I buy, I literally want to buy all the comic book movies that I've seen after I started paying attention to comic book movies. <laughs> and yes, that means fan four stick. I already, <laughs> I already got Batman versus Superman. I do plan on getting Justice League in the future. So somebody like, uh, yeah, ain't no way you got this movie. Like, ha, yeah, I do. You in the mood to watch something bad? <laughs> all right, so. All right, this kind of makes me think, if This Means War wasn't on his catalog, would Venom be his worst movie? It uh, probably is. In my opinion. Unless one of the mother movies are doo-doo. I mean, from what I've seen, it would be between Sucker Punch and This Means War. I mean, Sucker Punch and Venom. But I, me personally, I would probably watch, uh, I don't know, if I would probably rather watch Venom or Sucker, like, Sucker I Punch. I want to watch Sucker Punch again so I can remember what this was. Wasn't John Hammond that? He might have been. I'm not thinking of a whole different movie. But I don't know. Like, that movie was such a disappointment because I like Zack Snyder, like, around that time. I still do. The fighting was just like his other fighting, but it was but, not as much. And it was just too, like, if he would have simplified that movie much more, it would have been much better. But he started doing some weird stuff, <laughs> even more weirder than I expected. Yeah. So it just got out of hand. All right. So this means war, I'm pretty sure, is no, nobody else's. Yeah, so I'm not even going to check. So that is Tom Hardy's. And we're almost to 64. Okay. We're at 48. <laughs> so we got a, and that flew by. So next thing you know, we'll be to 64. Maybe by even the end of the... Nah, ain't going to be by the end of the year. But uh, early into next year. This has been on 48 episodes? Well, count, uh, probably around 40 because I know some we did two and I did it on some bonus episodes. That's still crazy. Yeah. So we only got 109 episodes. <laughs> we started this at around 60, 60 something. Something crazy. That's nuts. Unless, I don't know why that's crazy to me. Unless I was flying through doing like five in an episode. <laughs> but it's been a lot. It's just been flying by. I should have put the dates, but I ain't prepared for none. Um, all right. Let's move on to some topics to breeze through. We already True. We already mentioned Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. A new trailer for that dropped. Do you like this trailer better than the last one? Yeah, I kind of do. And for some reason, the movie poster made me more interested in seeing it because it looked kind of cool. Uh, of course, I'm going to see it and want to see it. 
But yeah, I'm just interested in seeing how it is. I don't want to get over Spider-Man because you got the Marvel Cinematic Universe Spider-Man, this Spider-Man, the Spider-Man game, the various Spider-Man cartoons. Don't want to see them too much, but this will be an opportunity to see all the Spider-Mans that you definitely probably won't see in the MCU. Uh, Spider-Pig, who definitely ain't going to see, unless they just do something real silly in one of these movies. Uh, uh, Spider-Gwen. They would have to really reach in the MCU to somehow get to that. Spider-Noir, that's not happening. Miles Morales has a better chance of happening, but this will be the first time we've seen Miles Morales in it. Um, That other spider I can't even remember... I think it's like Dr. SP Spider-Man or, or Do- Dr. SP. That is going to be, that'll definitely never be seen in an MCU movie because the majority of people never even heard of that Spider-Man. No, I haven't. It's the little Asian girl. She has a mechanical Spider-Man suit. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That was the one I was confused. Like, who is that? Yeah, that's, they really went deep. They're like, what's the most obscure Spider-Man we can find? Yeah, it was wild. I can see them, since they're going obscure, I can see them having, like, Agent Venom in there, who, um, I think, uh, Flash Thompson, uh, becomes, uh, in the comic book, but, yeah, I want to see this movie, I'm interested in seeing who's the true villain, is it Kingpin, or whoever, uh, hopefully it's good. Yeah, I think we, this is the third trailer so far? yeah. So I think it's like an evolution of the movie. Like the first trailer looked real good, or it was good. I thought it was really good just because it teased something I wasn't expecting, just in the looks wise. So I was like, oh, this looks like it's about to be cool. Yeah. Second one, I was like, the oh, animation man. looks different still to me. Yeah, it keeps changing. Like the first time, it looked really good. Yeah, the, was, the first time, I'm like that looks sweet. The second time, I was like, oh, this kind of looks kind of whack. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> then the second time or the third time, it was like. It's a mix. It's a in between, but it's, I will put it more on the good side. Yeah, it's so just, it just looks like a like a stop motion comic book, like the motion comic books <laughs> you can get on your iPad and stuff. Yeah, but just like updated like a, technology. Yeah, got like a weird tint, like they're sketched, but using the regular animation tools that you can use. And every scene, like not every scene, but some scenes look like they were the animation was done differently. Yeah, maybe they ain't finished, or maybe that's purposely done for each dimension. Yeah, so, uh, that could be sweet, but. Yeah, but it's just like, yeah, I wish I would just lean more, right, way more back to the first trailer. Yeah. But this one, I would say, is much better than the second one. It gave you more of insight into the movie without really spoiling much. Yeah, and I like that. The humor aspect and the actions and, like, the little, like, um, callbacks to past Spider-Man stuff that we might have seen, like, from the original Sam yeah, Raimi chil- trilogy and stuff like that. So that makes me think Chris Miller and Phil Lord had – way more to do than just like produce mm. by just having their name on it like they was really in there like pitching ideas and stuff like that in the theater i was in when the trailer came on the crowd loved seeing spider pig yeah that so, mean that, i could take that or leave that <laughs> i wasn't didn't hate it didn't love it it was just yeah. a scene john mulaney i'm sure is gonna be funny in it but yeah he had a, he had a strong reaction well they can chill uh a star is more got an applause uh after in my, my theater, <laughs> Venom though was uh silent. Yeah, just walk out, <laughs> sit until we get to those trailers. No reaction when Woody Harrelson was shown. I'm I like li- Woody, you ain't got the juice, my friend. <laughs> you ain't got that. Even when Jason Statham came on at the end of Fast or whatever, the yeah, crowd was, was like, like 
Yeah. <laughs> and this was when Jason Statham's career was falling. Uh huh. And to find out Jason Statham was the one that killed Han. Do you know how shocking that was? They was like, oh, it doesn't really line up when you watch Tokyo <laughs> Drift, but it's still Jason Statham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really forced that in there. Yeah. Go back and watch that scene in Tokyo Trip. Yeah, it wasn't nothing like <laughs> That's how you call it, trying to save uh-huh. a pointless entry into your franchise. They did a pretty, if you think about it, they did a solid job racing it. Uh, for what? Uh, for a Send it. Yeah, clever. Oh my god, that was the most clever thing you ever said. But uh, uh, what was I about to say? The X Men universe could mm. take some uh, some tips from fan. Uh, I almost called them Fantastic, <laughs> Fast and Furious. Well, speaking of the X Men franchise, you know it's not a regular week unless we get some updates. Say, I'm about done with them. <laughs> Simon Kinsberg. I think he's on a promo run for a movie that don't come out till June. <laughs> I don't know if he's doing like a trailer promo run because I ain't really seen that before. I ain't never seen a trailer get released and they get pushed back the next day. They must be like, oh, reception was bad. <laughs> yes, it was. Or in my head, it was. I don't know what the rest of the world be thinking. Oh, man. But Simon Kinsberg told recently why Dark Phoenix was, Dark Phoenix was pushed back from its... Uh, February release date to June. So before I ask the really highly intelligent intelligent question I have, let me just read his, which seems like a long quote. And we all know I can't read, so bear with me, no revenant. Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, when it came to the parts of Dark Phoenix that needed some extra work, he said, Mostly we focused on the third act, both emotionally and in terms of the physical scale and the action of the third act that we adjusted. And then there were certain things in the first two acts of the movie, very few things. But to set up those changes in the third act, we had to adjust some some things in the first two acts also that so that it all was fluid and felt consistent. And then when they talked about moving to a more attractive slot, in his words, on the calendar... When it comes to Dark Phoenix, meaning why it was delayed, he said it was a date, February 14th, that we initially liked for the movie. But when we realized that we weren't going to have the visual effects ready to release it globally uh, the way we wanted to, and the Gambit date opened up because it wasn't going to be ready for that June 7th <laughs> date. They thought they was going to get that movie done in time. <laughs> that movie should have been done. I don't care about your little reshoots that yeah. y'all have done. All that's. So y'all, what y'all telling me is y'all basically reshot a bunch of the movies uh-huh. with these reshoots. But anyways, he uh, went on to say, we looked at that date versus the February 14th date and the studio did and we did felt like that June date was a bigger opportunity for us globally. More screens, more IMAX screens, a better chance to play in China where these movies have a massive following. Yeah, that's all they worried about. Because it can be over here because you know when you hit summertime, one week goes by and we're on to the next movie. So I... <laughs> February seemed like a way more smarter day yeah. for me. You see what Deadpool did. You see what Black Panther did. You have uh, numerous space because uh, movies like this don't come out until now, like March 8th. Yeah, Captain Marvel won't come out till March. Mm-hmm. So you had basically a month to do this, make your little chump change. You could, But putting it in June, you have people seeing Avengers 4 for like the 16th time. Yep. <laughs> All the other big movies that are coming out, big comedies that come out, just anything in the summertime is big. So he really just must have been thinking of it on a global scale and the amount of theaters he could have got. 
but them theaters is gonna get slashed in half mm-hmm. when the next week rolls around when they especially see the movie ain't doing all that they thought it was gonna be. Yeah, that one, that one. If this one doesn't do good, that gotta be the one to stop the rest of their stuff they think they have in production. And because if they power through this and be like, all right, take one on the chin, but we're gonna keep pushing for it. Because apocalypse, what's the apocalypse numbers? It wasn't that good either. I think that we might have opened up to like. 50, 60 million? Yeah, I that's think. not enough. Venom can open up to 80. Venom might have, yeah, Venom opened up more than a lot of stuff, especially globally. Uh, international numbers was a little too high. Oh, yeah, high. those are nuts. Like, what is this? Venom that big? Now you don't have all these famous uh, v- villain characters come out the woodworks. Are we getting a Doc Ock movie? I do not want to see a good guy Doc Ock movie. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'll be whacked. But uh, with even uh, after reading that quote, quote, are you less mad about the pushback now? I mean, I wasn't mad about the pushback because at this point, I don't care about this movie no more. I'm ready to see it when I see it. Uh, their reasonings is very fishy. He's trying to make it sound like everything's okay. We just had to push it back for this dumb reason. Yeah, you, but, can't, you can't sell me that dream. <laughs> I don't believe him. You pushed it back for Either poor response, the movie ain't finished, you got more reshoots, this movie is edited poorly. There's so many different variations. Alright, so this movie made five hundred and forty three million in the box office overall. Yeah, look at that. Just look at that track. Yeah. Um Yeah, I'm I'm feeling the same. Like I just never know when this movie is actually gonna come out, so I never get my hopes up. And for the simple fact, I ain't getting my hopes up over something that don't look that good. So, yeah, and on top of that, I'll just I'll just see the movie whenever they decide to throw it at me, so I can see it, move on from it, and can't wait till uh, we start getting news about it being redone with the MCU. Yeah. But my thing is, why you lie and say, or not lie, but tell us the story like, oh, the Gambit date finally opened up, so then we decided we're gonna push it to this. That's what I'm saying. They thought they thought it was going Gambit was gonna come out. Yeah, At see, that time, yeah, they could have, they could have, they could have put both those movies on that same day. They really could. That Gambit movie day has been open. I don't care what y'all have on your little calendars. I don't care what y'all try to tell the world. That Gambit, any Gambit day is open for business because Gambit ain't never coming out. So uh, just chill. This movie opened up with sixty-five million. Uh, uh, apocalypse. I said what I say, sixty-four, or in my head I said sixty-four. I don't know if I said it out loud. Uh, Domestically, 155 million overall. Boo! Foreign, 388 million overall. Um, over if 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 this only opened in America, it would not have made its budget back. <laughs> See, and y'all working so hard on this Dark Phoenix, I can only imagine where your budget's at right now because reshoots cost money. So I feel they gonna hide that number, especially when the when the 40 million comes back on that opening weekend, and they mad. Ooh, they're gonna definitely lose some money. I don't know what that thought process is. Just throw this movie out. And fun fact, the week prior to this movie coming out, if I'm not mistaken, Finding Dory made another seventy three million. <laughs> uh so so this was the week prior. What did Finding Dory make that next week when, you know, Apocalypse had to come in and shake the game up? Probably did like thirty <laughs> twenty maybe. Uh that's what's crazy. Around this time, you had Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, the Shallows, Neon oh, Demon. Good. No, uh, 
fucking whack movies coming out yeah. around July, <laughs> August. <laughs> Yeeks. Um, all right, let's stick on the Simon Kinsberg uh, train. <laughs> he said, New Mutants may be rated R. Your other movie you love to discuss. <laughs> he's, he is crazy. <laughs> His quote he's was, a nut. His quote was, it's the kind of movie that also could go R, or it could be a hard PG-13. As I was saying before, in terms of subgenres <laughs> or the genre, it is obviously teased as a horror film, and most horror films these days are R-rated. But it starts as, stars a very young cast, so we'll see. Pause. What does it being a very young cast have to do with it being rated R? We've seen it, uh, and we've seen other movies. <laughs> yeah, it is legit, kids. These are just young people. <laughs> All right, continuing. Um... It really is what the movie wants to be. The studio is open to either rating. Lie. Traditionally, superhero movies are PG-13, other than Logan in the Deadpool movies, and generally horror movies are rated R. So we'll see where this one falls. It is a very scary, edgy movie. What are your thoughts on uh, that quote he just gave the world? I'll be really wanting to know what be in these people's heads when they say these things. Do they really believe it? Or are they just trying to lie to us? They be, delusional. To, they be trying to sell us these lies and these dreams and think we're going to buy it. I already spent my money on a new fitted. I ain't buying this dream. Huh, I don't even... Yeah, I'll just move on past that. Uh, you know 10 years ago you would have been saying, I ain't got no more. I ain't got no lunch money because I just spent it on a fitted. Probably. I used to buy shoe, uh, sneakers with my lunch money. <laughs> Air Forces. Save up that lunch money a couple weeks. Uh-huh. Hit up that exclusive store. Yep, exclusives. I would just hit up that lids.com, see the Fresh Good Friday. Uh-huh. On a Fresh oh. Good Friday. Wait, I'm doing it my way on a Fresh Good Friday. Clever. No uh, lucky charm. What? Okay. See, I'm just letting him dig his bar grave. All right, so, so do you think New Mutants, when it drops, because we all know it's really dropping, uh, is it going to be rated on our PG-13? No, it may not drop. I can really see this movie not coming out or being a YouTube exclusive. If this is a YouTube, YouTube original, exclusive, I'd rather them throw this on Netflix. Do like uh, J.J. Abrams and the rest of the Cloverfield family did, and they saw oh, yeah. Cloverfield Paradox, and they was like, we do not have one with this one. This is not something we <laughs> yeah. should be following up uh, to Netflix. <laughs> Make it not count, really. Let's go get this quick check real quick, <laughs> this uh, official check from Netflix, give yeah. them this, this subpar movie, and then let's move on with our day. They should start doing Netflix box office numbers. They really should. I do. I want to know what some of these movies are doing. Yeah. How did Netflix make money to make movies? Yeah. Is it all from the subscription and stuff? It can't be. I know everybody has Netflix, but a lot of people share Netflix, uh-huh. i.e. me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and they must be writing some big checks, but unlike MoviePass, they're able to still uh, churn out consistency. <laughs> What's them two movies that MoviePass produced? I know one was Gotti. Yeah, that whack. I don't know if they pro- – I don't know. They might They might have like bought it at the end. But I don't know if they like super produce it, but that is, has whack. a name on it, and it's some Bruce Willis movie. Oh yeah, Bruce Willis did a lot of movies in a short span. They were even like selling you like uh, passes, not selling, but he could enter the win like passes to go visit the set of that movie, you know, that type of stuff. But I didn't have such a hate for movie pass. Now I would have tried to sign up for that just to say I went on a movie set. Uh-huh. That's what I want to do. Like me and John Travolta kicked it. 
Nah. I ain't the person I want to be kicking it yeah, with. Yeah, I'm good on John Travolta. <laughs> I like to think of John Travolta as only from Greece. His all his stuff afterwards. The Punisher. With his, Thomas Jane. All his stuff afterwards. Face off with <laughs> Nicolas Cage. Okay, that was good. <laughs> they just that felt like they're two like it's not a big change. They both white, had like similar <laughs> color hair. <laughs> Pope fiction John Travolta. That's good, but when you start to get to stroke John Travolta where he can't even say Adele Dazeen or whatever her real name is, <laughs> Adina Vincent. See he got me I, saying I, her yeah. name wrong. And the wickedly talent. Adele Dazeen. Huh? <laughs> like, oh, we just witnessed a stroke Adele, on national television. <laughs> he called Idina Menzel Adele Dazeen. Yeah, what's the problem? And don't oh. forget his great movie from Paris with Love or for Paris with Love where oh, he yeah. had the little ball scully on. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good movie back when uh, the days where they was dropping stuff like, ooh, what was that, like the early, early 2010 days? Something like that. I remember those days like up in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some hit and misses, but. All right, so are you saying this movie, Back to New Mutants, which I don't know how he branched away from it. You <laughs> see. Oh, by the way, it, the Pusha T song is unfindable, apparently. I clicked several links. It says gone missing. All right, this is not a page that we have no more. I found one thing. I clicked it. It said it's not available in the States. I found another one. It said removed due to copyright. So did a Venom soundtrack not come out? I'm guessing it did not come out. I want to hear that soundtrack because you got Pusha and his all auto-tune vocals. You got M, of course. I heard Run, Run the, the Jewels. So I'm like, this could be in the running for soundtrack of the year if they would just drop it. Let me type this in because this song don't exist apparently on the internet. Because Pusha T probably didn't realize that <laughs> the engineer put some mad crazy vocals on his thing. Why did he do that song? I'm blaming that, that is, engineer. That is unlike Pusha T. Yeah, he probably, probably Kanye. Yeah. I'm blaming it on, on artists flowing on. Now, Kanye. when is this coming out? Run the Jewels announced new song featured on Venom soundtrack. Now, when is this coming out? I need a new Run the Jewels album, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, the last one was about two years ago. Um. All right. So before we move on from this mutants, they almost got it. Mutants three. This new mutants movie. Is it gonna be PG thirteen or rated R? This will most definitely be PG thirteen. But it's a horror movie. Horror movies got to be uh, rated R. Nah, they're confused. Just like this Venom movie was rated R. Yeah, can't trust these people when they say it could be rated R. Nah, yeah, only one, who's, only one who stuck to their word was Logan, and and I'm not counting Deadpool because it took Deadpool ten thousand years to get off the ground, so <laughs> it had to be rated R after all that weight. Um, the score to uh, Venom is available, but not the soundtrack. Nope. What are those songs doing? Those songs are wasted. <laughs> that is crazy. Eminem shot a video for this. That's why it was on his album, because he knew. <laughs> and he shot a video for it. Don't, yeah. gotta, don't make the man waste his time and shoot videos. This is the battle on the launch pad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like every other superhero movie. Oh, man. All right, keeping it on the superhero realm. Christopher McQuarrie, the director of Mission Impossible Fallout, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, he said why he didn't direct Green Lantern Corpse, <laughs> which is still in the works. Oh, my gosh. Warner Brothers. D- between DC and uh, Fox, <laughs> Simon specifically, <laughs> uh, they're acting up. His quote was, that's kind of the world 
that it's in. And when it came, when I came in on Green Lantern, I was like, here's how I would do it. Here's how I would do Green Lantern. And they were like, ah, but you know. And I said, well, that's what I would do. And they said, well, will you direct it? And I said, no, because there's no script. And they said, well, you write script. <laughs> that sounded like an Asian yeah. person. Was in there. Well, you write script. <laughs> That wasn't me. That little racist accent. That wasn't me. I was doing Olivia Munn's accent of her mom, so she can do it. I can do it. Um, And they said, uh, "No." And I said, "But I may not be the guy to direct. Like, don't make it a McQuarrie movie. Make it the greatest Green Lantern you can make it." I would rather have a McQuarrie movie. Um, We don't know that it's tonally. We don't know what any of that stuff is until we get under the hood, and I may be the worst guy in the world. You may end up with Tim Burton's Green Lantern, and I don't have the pride (laughs) of authorship. I'm not the guy who comes in and goes, it's mine from the visionary director. BS, bleeping words. You're a director. You're a visionary, and that's your job. Oh, that sounds very jumbled. But basically what he was saying, he just doesn't think he would be the right guy to do Green Lantern movie just off his style and what he would want to do with it. He doesn't think that's good for them right now. They need just a great, straight up good Green Lantern movie, not a uh, a eccentric Green Lantern movie. So, but my question to you is, should DC just have let him did his own thing with this and just ran with the results? One second. <laughs> Dang, should I freestyle or... I'll give my opinion. Um, I think that they should have just let him do it because the first Green Lantern was such a disaster that I don't think y'all really have the room or should have have the room to just be like, let's just make it just a good regular Green Lantern movie. Nah, you had your chance, you blew it. Now since the rest of this, uh, the rest of these DC movies in this whole DCEU world is in shambles, basically. Sans Wonder Woman and what seems to be Sans Aquaman, but that has not yet to be officially seen. I think y'all should just let him do it because there might not be any continuity, 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 continuance. I don't know. Continuation. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> With these movies anyway. So just let these just shoot for these one off movies. And then if you make them and they're good, then you can start going around maybe tying stuff in. But uh, all this worried about. Uh, making this movie like this movie, or not like this movie, but can be like they can be, and all this jibber jab and trying to compete with the compete with the MCU ain't working. So just try to make the best movie you can possible. Mister McQuarrie has shown that he knows how to direct a great action movie, multiple action movies. So let him do a Green Lantern movie, and if it turns out to be terrible, eh, at least you tried. Yeah. It's better than being generic and and terrible. Yeah, like they've already done. They've seen the. <laughs> Let Patty, y'all let Patty Jenkins do Wonder Woman. It turned out well, except for the end to me. Uh, uh, James Wan doing this uh, Aquaman. Uh, there was one scene, that little scene they showed with Black Manta uh, chasing them down. That looked kind of sweet. That's all of James Wan there. Yeah. Uh, so if that's in the movie, that's a, that's gonna be a good scene. So that's a guaranteed one good scene. Was, was that from the five-minute trailer? I think so. I ain't watched that. Yeah, so, uh, so that was pretty sweet. Uh, uh, I did see where, um, was it, not Matthew Vaughn, but Tim Miller? No. Matt Miller? I don't know. Somebody. Rest in peace, Mac Miller. Yeah, R.I.P. But somebody recently said that t- five-minute trailer was better than anything Marvel did. 
I don't know. I don't. Th- I don't think it was that dramatic, but it was in the realm of that. And I just looked at it like, oh my gosh, people uh, said he prepared to say something wild. People got their opinions, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this. Is, I mean, it can't get worse. Y'all can't even get none of y'all stuff connects no longer. That got destroyed with Justice League. Uh, y'all forcing these these little movies out that don't make no sense. Y'all need to decide. Y'all need to have a sit down. We going cohesive or standalone. Once y'all decide that, then move forward. Don't just keep doing stuff. They should just I drop this. We already getting a solo Joker flick, and that looks that um, eccentric project looks better than what we've seen recently, and we've only seen pictures. So y'all should just go off that hype and just make the uh, try to sprinkle that into your little solo uh, hero movies. Yeah, but whatever. Do y'all DC because y'all just keep doing it no matter what anybody says. <laughs> uh, moving on to the family friendly side of things, Lilo and Stitch is getting a live action movie. Uh, everybody, hold your applause. <laughs> now, if you're not familiar, <laughs> <laughs> if y'all can't hear that. That's some actual applause that wasn't being held <laughs> like a baby. Oh my um, gosh! Shout out to Juju Smith Schuster who uh, cradled a football when he scored his touchdown recently. What? Modern family. Oh, that's stuff. Oh, from Lilo and Stitch. Wait, that from Lilo and Stitch? Uh huh. Okay. They could cross over Lilo and Stitch with Boring Moana, and because that seems like the same type of thing. Uh, (laughs) All right, if they're doing uh, a live action Lilo and Stitch, what actor do you think could play Stitch without any CGI? Like somebody along the line, like Steve Buscemi. Pete Davidson? Uh, yeah, I was just told Pete <laughs> Davidson could play Stitch. Hey, he uh, looked, like, he'd be a very tall, like lanky Danny uh, DeVito. Danny DeVito could definitely play. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I just felt like they were going to make Kevin Hart the voice of Stitch. I mean, he makes sound effects like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he was doing in night school. And in all his, all his work, he'd be making them sound effects so he could easily do it. If anybody could do the voice of Stitch, though, it would be Vin Diesel because we all know he's he, the voice king. Yeah, he could do any type of voice. And yeah, Vin Diesel would be good. All right, so they have their choices. They got uh, if they want a taller Stitch, a, a, a super alien Stitch. <laughs> they got a uh, uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> then you got Danny DeVito. <laughs> Boy, if you want to just do the CGI, then let Kevin Hart or Vin Diesel do the voice. Yeah. That made me, are they going to do like Dora the Explorer decided to do and hire a 17-year-old girl? Because a 17-year-old girl is playing Dora, which she's going to be an adult immediately if there's ever. There ain't going to be one. But if there was ever a sequel, she would be in her 20s. It just looks goofy. It looks like if you've seen them on ice. Like yeah, seeing Dora the Explorer on like ice. Like that Marvel Experience Live that I want to see because it looked so wild. <laughs> No thornberries. Oh man! But Michael Pena's in that movie, so you know it's got to be decent. Decent, like now you know already. Um, uh, you've been having some real whack bars. Never today. had a whack bar in my life. Uh, okay, I was waiting. I thought she was gonna say something whack. Nah, I mean I got bars. You don't, but okay. Um, James Wan steps down from The Conjuring Three as the director. But mm-hmm. we'll still be the overseer slash godfather of the whole franchise. I just wanted to say that because it's a sad day when I heard that news. 
I mean, I know they're bringing back Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmega, but we ain't got the guy who be running the ship. I'm afraid this is where we see the Conjuring franchise hit a Annabelle or none. Yeah, none I, level. Now the cast, I think the cast will save it, but I don't think it'll have the high quality like the first two. So this might be the last Conjuring movie we see. But it seems like we will get 15 more Annabelle movies because they <laughs> continue to make a severe profit. I'm not even going to tell you the nun amount of, the amount of nun sequels we're going to get because the way that was a bomb, not a bomb, but a success at the box office was ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, and it just made me think, like, I keep every other week, not even every other week, feels like every week I hear something new that James Wan is producing. But I have not seen anything that he is directing. So it really makes me think that he's slowly transitioning to just be a producer of stuff yeah. and not direct, which will be infuriating because he's one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite. So hearing more or hearing that he's directing less and less movies is sad, but it could be looked at as since he's one of these great directors, he really only taking projects that he has true faith in. Uh-huh. Aquaman. Yeah, that sounds very weird. Uh, <laughs> so I look, he could be on the levels of the Quentin Tarantino's, the Martin Scorsese. Those guys don't be producing a movie a year. They have a movie that feels like it comes out every few years for some. I don't can't remember the last movie Martin Scorsese directed. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe, you know, maybe he's just being wise and picky. So it could be a good thing. Um, on the horror side of things, Jason Blum. The face and the I guess the guy behind Blumhouse, which I for some reason used to call Blumhouse. Uh, I think everybody called it Blumhouse, uh, which is sad because when you look at it, it says Blumhouse clearly. Yeah, something about it feels Blum. Yeah, it gotta be Blumhouse though. Blum, uh, <laughs> Blum, 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 Blum. Blumhouse sounds stupid. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Going back to Bloom. <laughs> Blumhouse. <laughs> uh, Jason Bloom did. <laughs> yeah, that's what his name is. Apparently, he didn't want to pr- uh, pursue a Sabrina the Teenage Witch movie. Okay. The producer. (laughs) 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 I was reading something from the like show creator or something for the Netflix series that they have, and they were talking about there was originally going to be um, the character was originally going to be on Riverdale. The hit CW show comes back this week. That's what I thought they should have did and make it a spinoff. It was if y'all want to connect y'all's Archieverse. But this one was... Oh, my gosh. Everybody <laughs> making connected universe. This Archieverse is going to be a success. Uh, <laughs> it's on two different ch- channels now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, Netflix is uh, Netflix is everything. Uh, but the Sabrina Teenage, Teenage Witch on their show is going to be a villain. So it was like, now nah, we want to make this its own thing. And they still were thinking about spinning it off, but then they decided not to. But then he was like, we almost we were thinking about doing it in a movie way. We brought it over to Jason Bloom, and he basically went back to them and said, nah, I ain't trying to do this movie. <laughs> Which I thought was interesting, because it seems like Jason Blum does. It takes on what it seems like any project. Yeah, he and couldn't makes even it put it on BH Tilt. <laughs> His other <laughs> one that does the worst movies. <laughs> yeah, those do get the whack movies. Or the subpars. Um, but I ain't really got a question. I just wanted to sh- uh, announce that because I haven't seen a property that Jason Blum towards that turned down. What about Sabrina the Teenage Witch was making him think like, even I don't even have any interest in this. <laughs> yeah, like I ain't no different than some of the other ones. You done gave so many wrestlers movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with Sabrina the Teenage yeah, Witch? Might as well make it scary or something. You get uh, Melissa Joan Hart. To come back. Yeah, bring her back. Play the mom of the Sabrina. Not to play the actual Sabrina, though. Yeah. Her time has passed. Get Salem the cat back. 
Mm-hmm. CGI him. Let Eddie Murphy do the voice or something. Whew. Why do I feel like Eddie Murphy has voiced a lot of animals? The dragon and Mulan. Is he? He might as well come back to do it. And uh, donkey. Donkey. Uh, Retribution and uh, <laughs> yeah, she was an animal. That <laughs> yeah, she was a whale. Uh, and that not meet Dave, not Norbit. Yeah, Norbit. I was called Norbit. Uh huh. I was letting Eddie Murphy just do whatever yeah. he wanted. Bowfinger. He was on pills back then. Clearly, <laughs> I remember he had that. What was that movie called? Every little word. Oh, the one where he was plucking words off trees uh-huh. and couldn't say words because yeah. he had to use them wisely. <laughs> oh, wow. He was making some whack movies. Oh, man. Hopefully this Dolomite movie set him back on track. Uh, what about Adventures of Pluto Nash? One Ooh. of the biggest bombs in American history. <laughs> what was the other one he had like that around the same time? Meet Dave? That was a little after. Uh, He was dropping some stinkers for yeah. like a long range. I want to pull up. Eddie Murphy's filmography. All right, while you're doing that, I will move on to your boy Chris Evans. Basically, he hinted that he's done with the MCU after saying he was done with the Avengers 4 reshoots recently with a nice little message. I ain't reading the message. You can go look it up. But Yeah, he really did just basically spoil his dead. <laughs> yeah, because there's really no other way he could just walk off because Captain America's character is not the type of guy to just be like, you know what? I just saved the world, put everything back to normal. I think I'm just going to relax for the rest of my life because I'm, uh, I don't age. So I'm just going to live off on a farm, chopping, chopping wood, listening to old show tunes that were around when I was growing up. He definitely has to die in order to not be Captain America anymore. So yeah, thanks, Chris Evans, for spoiling that, even though he basically been telling us for years that he's done with the Avengers 4. He's going to do, going to do bigger and better things. But it's just uh, it's going to be sad to see when somebody uh, of the main Avengers officially is gone. Mm-hmm. So uh, be crazy. when you cry at that movie, everybody yeah, don't, don't be surprised. Your seat next to you is going to be soaking wet from all your tears. Uh, you're, sh- you're going to have to wear a different shirt because of your tears. I take my shirt off in movies now so I don't get butter on my shirt. <laughs> All right, so just, I guess some of us got different type of problems. <laughs> I do. I, I tried putting the napkins over my entire my shirt, shirt to, to, to make sure I don't get no butter on it. Because I ain't going to stroll up to movie in no bum clothes. I got to have the right fit. Oh, I, don't care if, I don't care if nobody can see it in the dark room. But then somehow a little popcorn pieces be magically going in between my napkins. The point, like, just to be safe. Oh man! I even though I do put the popcorn in the little brown box, <laughs> but I'm terrified that the brown box of the butter will seep through, <laughs> all the way through, touch my pants and my oh, shirt. Man. So just to be safe, I go full beater, take my shirt off, gently put it on the seat in front of me or next to me, and continue to watch the movie while my chest feels this breeze <laughs> that, that's going on in the movie. All right, real quick before I, we talk about that or move on. I can go through um, Eddie Murphy's filmography and you can watch The Fall, The Rise and the Fall. 48 Hours. Never seen it. Trading Places. Yeah. Be- Beverly Hills Cop. Good. Best Defense. Don't know. The Golden Child. What? Beverly Hills Cop 2. Okay. Coming to America. Great. Harlem Nights. What? Another 48 Hours. Huh? Boomerang. Okay. The Distinguished Gentleman. What? 
uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3, okay. Vampire in Brooklyn, <laughs> The Nutty Professor, yes. Metro, what? Holy Man, huh? Mulan, yes. Dr. Doolittle, yes. Life, yes. Bowfinger, Again? in which came out the same year. Um, he's been doing two to three movies a year at this point. Okay, uh, money. Nutty Professor 2, The Clumps. What's funny back in the day, that'll be now. <laughs> Dr. Doolittle 2. Nope. Uh, Shrek. Yes. Showtime. <laughs> back in the day it was good. <laughs> the and by the way, these these three movies came out in the same year. Showtime, The Adventures of Pluto Nash, uh-uh. and I Spy. I Spy was good back in the day. Then he came out with a whack poorly received movie, but I liked awful. And then a probably a movie I liked, but it was poorly received. How do you do three movies in a year? Uh The Haunted Mansion. That came out of, in two thousand three. That was that was a long time ago. Uh-huh. And also that same year, Daddy Daycare. Dang, we was at the wave pool on like uh, movie nights. Uh huh. Why was we going to? Uh, I don't know. During weekdays, had uh, season passes. <laughs> we had school the next day. We was out there in the wave pool watching these movies on the big screen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Good old days. Shrek Two. Okay. Dream Girls. Good. Norbit. No. Shrek the Third. Okay, that had JT in it, I think. Meet Dave. No. Imagine that. No. Shrek Forever After. Maybe that had JT in it. <laughs> I don't remember. Tower Heist. Never saw it. A, uh, a Thousand Words. No. He, I, was he on an episode of the Beverly Hills Cop TV show? If y'all forgot about that starring Brandon T. Jackson. They didn't forget about it because an episode never came on and he was going to be on an episode I think he was going to be on the pilot episode, but since how the pilot never got shown, ain't nobody ever see it. There was four years in between A Thousand Words and what his last movie was, which was Mr. Church. And no one saw that, so he's yeah. had a silent career as of late. Yeah, he went on a big decline. Dang, because like they've been saying, man, you don't want to overexpose yourself, then you, over, you expose yourself to some bad things. Which in Norbit apparently he also played a character named Mr. Wong. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's Eddie Murphy's filmography. He got some movies coming out. Some of them don't sound very good. Maybe he was letting people get a little breather of him because he was dropping stinker after stinker after yeah. stinker. Maybe he can take a little Will Smith figure it out time. Because even if you don't like Will Smith's recent movies, you gotta respect his effort. Yeah, he's his, all his recent movies might not be good, but his effort. In the movies were yeah. at least. Um, all right, moving on, staying with the comic book aspect, we're switching over to the much better, far superior DC side of things. Rumor has it Ben Affleck is training to star in the Batman, and sources say he is back in shape, not only for his health, but uh, but he has a few, but has a newfound love of doing Batman at least one more time. He feels he isn't finished with what he wants to do with the character. There has been talk about replacing him, but he is now seeing what he might lose and really wants to play the character again, especially seeing what Joaquin Phoenix is doing with the Joker character. This is after he got out of rehab recently. Um, Also news today, as I speak, uh, rumor has it that Jack O'Connell will be in... Or up for, is up for a role in the Batman, either as Batman or as a different character. So with all that being said, I ask this question often. Will he be in the Batman 
And then do you want him to be in the Batman? I have no at this point I have no clue if he's gonna be in it. DC is like a thriller novel. It really is. There's so many twists and turns now. I don't get confused. I used to be able to make predictions. Now I'm like, I don't know. I can't. I have no real feeling. But they get oh, if they get the other dude, he just don't feel Batman-y to me. All right, Jack O'Connell, Ben Affleck, or Kit Harrington. I'm going Ben Affleck, Kit Harrington, and Jack O'Connell. Kit Harrington seems short. Uh. Yeah, I don't think he's that tall. Ben Affleck, give him a third try. Third time's the charm. Let him just do this one. Let's see what it looks like. Because he wasn't bad. Just everything else about it was bad. And he apparently is in shape. I saw a picture of him. He looks humongous. <laughs> How does he keep getting this big? He's was doing he... steroids. He's doing the stuff that sent him to rehab. Let's see, was he just doing nothing but lifting when he was in uh, rehab? He did something because he had got fat. Yeah, that's what happens when you, get, you build all that muscle and you don't obtain yeah. it. That's why I'm just trying to be cut. Hashtag Creed season. Uh, yeah, I Yours is Creed season for a different reason. I nah, feel. Creed season. Because I know as soon as that, I watch that movie, I'm going to be in full boxing mode like I was <laughs> when the first Creed came out. I got I got a nice set of boxing gloves. I just need to utilize them. Man, I was somebody's sh- face. <laughs> <laughs> I was challenging everybody to a boxing match. Me and my dad had a boxing match all set up. I told him like a year from now. Or was that my brother? I don't know, but I was literally challenging everybody, so I'm pretty sure the same thing is going to happen again. I've been looking at boxing classes just, just for the time. Some things be expensive. Uh-huh. I'm trying. Ooh. I mean, I was challenged to a dance contest, so that's what I'm currently training yeah, for. Yeah, I need to put that on the calendar so we can bring the cameras out. I'm really going to – I'm down to do it. Post that on the post that on the Share the Door podcast uh-huh, uh, that was channel. The, that was the origin of where it took place at on that podcast. Listen to that. Where I was told that I would be annihilated in a dance contest. That is blasphemous. <laughs> I'm really shocked by that. She's calling you. She's calling I, you a bluff. I had dance. I took dance classes. I got moves. You went to the artsy of the artsy school. Two artsy schools. Yeah, you were supposed to be some uh, painter. I'm, uh-huh, so. I've been dancing since <laughs> the sixth grade. <laughs> Yeah, you should be on like Broadway doing some backup. I really should. I'm a natural. No wonder I can do a lot of different things. (laughs) (laughs) I've been dancing, drawing, painting. That you like uh, playing the drums. You like Booker on That's a Raven because on uh, they just got done with a three part uh, episode where Booker lost his uh, his visions. Yeah. So since he lost his visions, he was able to do everything else good, like make bread, whittle, uh, dance, (laughs) do (laughs) backflips. But, uh, he did they do a crossover episode yet Like they used to do back in the day Like Sweet Life on Deck No they haven't even brought in or, her brother yet I'm looking for like where's Cody He ain't been a- Or Corey <laughs> <laughs> Like this dude's name change He ain't that, that is crazy that he ain't been on yet well, no, I don't think him and Raven got any beef He ain't done anything I say. <laughs> Maybe he's like watching his brother Cause the last time he left his brother alone Yeah his brother got, got uh, beat up by Little <laughs> Twist I would kill myself if that's who beat me up. Like just out of, I'll be laying on the ground, like finish me off, because I don't, I don't want to be alive for anybody to say that. It's very embarrassing. Speaking of, I, I need to play a classic real quick. Uh, pooch all? I wish. I'm gonna fight. You know, I just done find that pooch. I mean, I told you in the first interview. I mean, she gave me, and then I gave her some. I do, I do, I do, I do, yeah, yeah.
That's a classic Orlando hey. Brown interview. Make Orlando Brown great again. He made sound effects. That one year, he was just wilding. Oh, man. Um, all right, so you'd say you have no idea if Ben Affleck will be in the Batman. I prefer you, Ben Affleck. Uh, same. Uh, like you said, Ben Affleck wasn't the problem. He was good. It was the stuff that was around him that was the issue. Yeah. And I just I do want to see him just in a full just Batman movie with a good director, with a, a nice good script. Everything else been worked out because y'all been working on this movie for a while. So I expect everything to be raring to go when y'all get them cameras rolling. I don't want to see no big flaws that should have been hammered out in this long production process. So let Ben Affleck get the road, even if that means you got to give it to him just so he won't pick up the bottle again. Yeah. And man, I put, you know what? I put a lot of this on Matt Damon. Matt Damon is supposed to be his <laughs> little buddy. They're supposed yeah, to be Matt. like life partners. And Cameo he, man. Yeah, you over here living your just best life in Hollywood, cameo in all these big movies, starring in all these movies. I ain't seen you and Ben Affleck like work together on screen in forever. Man, you be around this man. Make sure he don't pick up this uh this habit again, this yeah. sick disease. Give him some roles in movies if you got to do that. If every movie you see got Matt Damon in it and Ben Affleck got to be right by his side, then that's what it's got to be. You got to save this man's life. Yeah. Dang, I don't <laughs> expect Jennifer Garner to do it because she over here making movies like Peppermint. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw her on Ellen where she said she was going to surprise people at what during opening weekend for Peppermint, but she got too scared. So right when she saw people running out of the theater, she hid behind like a trash can or something. And she <laughs> said she heard them saying stuff about her. Goodness. If she heard me talking after that movie, she would have got her feelings hurt on accident because I would have been like, woo that movie was Cheeks. And no, <laughs> Sandy was not in the movie. Oh, my gosh. That's a bar for you. That's a bar. I'm going to read this article real quick. It... It doesn't really have to do with anything, but this person was in movies. Headline, Bill Cosby slapped with chicken patty in prison food fight. Who is making up these stories? <laughs> it says, prison life seems to be getting the best of Bill Cosby as it appears the comedian has been involved in another food fight. Uh, I won't say the source. Cosby was slapped in the face with a flying chicken patty. Getting chicken patties at, uh, in prison? Apparently, Cosby made a joke to another inmate by the infirmary, and that inmate was mad enough to take his chicken out of the bun and throw it at him. <laughs> Bill Cosby, you've been hit with a hot dog bun, a whole chicken patty. For one, I do not believe Bill Cosby is over here cracking jokes <laughs> in the infirmary. I mean, when he was walking into his little court deposition and he was doing that whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That showed me he's off his rocker. <laughs> that little Tourette's. Speaking of off the rocker, remember that show that Betty White hosted? It was like punk but with old people. No, but that makes me think, where's Betty White? It was a hidden. She was, she was at that last award show. Okay, just making sure she's not dead. Cause yeah, nobody found her yet. <laughs> when old people go missing. Yeah. It ain't looking too good. They where's look- my boy Regis? I think Regis might be dead. Regis or all the liver spots as Regis show yourself taking over his body. Um all right, we can move on to um, mentioning that Janelle Monet has been added to the cast of Lady and the Tramp. We know who doing a spaghetti scene now. <laughs> Turn her lady love. That's what I was going to ask. She's not playing Tramp, which is weird because Tessa Thompson is voicing Lady. So, yeah, so should she do? So should she be playing uh 
tramp in the movie? I feel like she definitely should because of their off-screen relationship. But I don't know who she else she could possibly be playing. She is playing Peg, one of the wisecracking pound dogs. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. And Justin Thoreau is playing Tramp. Justin Thoreau and Tessa Thompson? Yeah, that's a very odd. I could at least just ask Michael B if he wanted to do the voice. Yeah, because I... Tessa Thompson and Janelle Monae definitely got more voice chemistry than Tessa Thompson and Justin Thoreau. Why Justin Thoreau? If you're getting Tessa Thompson, might as well do it like Chris Hemsworth or something. Give that dog a little British or Australian accent. <laughs> something. The rest of this cast is just, it's not bad. It's just weird. And I mean, it's only weird when I say Kiersey Clemens is playing the wife while Thomas Mann plays the husband. They're going to be live action? Uh, yep, this is a live action uh, remake. So they're not dogs or nothing. Uh, no, they're, Kiersey. Yeah, yeah, she's not a dog. She is. I don't want that then. Yeah, she is. She is uh, Darling, and Thomas Mann is playing Jim Deere. So she's playing uh, Darling Deere. Uh, yeah, so that's very odd. Um, and Benedict Wong is in it. Shout out to Benedict Wong. Okay. He's voicing Bull, the English Bulldog. Mm. We know he has an accent, so y'all trying to make a buffoon of my man? Wait, he don't got a, does he? <laughs> don't he got an accent? I, feel, I don't know. I'm like in Doctor Strange and stuff. I ain't notice it. Nah, I'd be too into the movies for any of my uh, racistness to come out in my head. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, uh, there was Asian, there was a Chinese man in uh, Venom. Apparently, yeah. By the name of Riz Ahmed. <laughs> if you listen to Share the Door. Which might be the craziest thing I've heard in a while. <laughs> <laughs> The fact that not one person shared that opinion, mm-hmm. two people did. The second person confirmed it, which had me thinking <laughs> I was in the wrong. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, there is an Asian dude. I forgot about it. I fell asleep in that part. <laughs> like, is he Asian? <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought he wasn't, but I could be uh, misunderstood. They really had me thinking they was talking about someone else, not Rizomad, but like someone else in the movie. Like, uh, Asian, the guy from the, the little bodega? <laughs> I don't say that. That was a girl. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, so whoever's doing this Lady in the Tramp movie, which I believe will not be in theaters, is going to b- premiere on Disney streaming service. Oh uh, boy! Oh, that's why it's Justin Thoreau. You can either pay uh, <laughs> Tessa Thompson or. <laughs> but this Disney streaming service not only is going to have this, it's going to have them like big budget Star Wars stuff. Uh huh. So they're putting all their Marvels Marvels in this Disney streaming service, which means. <laughs> Ain't no. If I gotta pay for one streaming service, it gotta have multiple different things. Yeah. I don't want just Disney. Definitely wouldn't just get the DC one. Which didn't they say Titans is gonna be on Netflix? Internationally, it will be. Uh, So here we gotta still have. Yeah, here y'all we still gonna, have to illegally watch it. Y'all gonna be one of the top illegally watched. <laughs> oh, that's a fact. <laughs> television shows. There's nothing else on that streaming service really for a while. Old cartoons. Don't care. Old movies. Don't want to watch those. Yeah, that's a bad idea. You gotta come with a bunch of. You gotta finish that. Hold on to it. Finish something else. Then you can have two back to back things. I think that comes out Friday. It does. I think. If I'm not mistaken, it comes out very soon. If I, yeah, October 12th, I think it comes out. I mean, I know there was like bullying this lady, but Starfire <laughs> does look not Starfire-ish to me. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. I just don't know if I'm gonna watch it soon. Yeah, I don't want. Wasn't that dude that plays Robin? Wasn't he in like a Three Musketeers or something? Was no, that? he was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, Ben. You with Ben? Uh, with the he was in um a whack movie <laughs> with Taylor Swift. With the very dingy uh, black and white. 
The Giver. I think that was him. Oh, yeah, that was him. Yeah, he's been in some oh. subpar movies. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's been in some subpar movies. If I knew how to say your name, you would possibly be at the end of this. Ben the Whites? I don't know. That's, I know did I The do. Giver. The Giver was whack. Uh, my friend at work, she says that movie's good. Mm-hmm. But you can't really take her opinion on that because she is the ultimate Taylor Swift stand. Okay, so that's why she liked it. Because uh, there ain't no other reason. <laughs> yeah, we like it looked whack. It was whack. <laughs> it is whack. Yeah. Um. All right. Last but not least, your boy Mark Ruffalo allegedly said the Avengers Four uh-huh. is called the Last Avenger when he was on Jimmy Fallon, and they comically, of course, beeped it out because we all thought it was just a funny little troll to make jokes on the fact that Mark Ruffalo always spoils stuff when it comes to Marvel. He Tease or he, he's completely spoiled the end of Avengers Infinity War a year in advance. And uh, him he, and Tom Holland are crazy, <laughs> don't ask them questions. And he had he accidentally uh Instagram lived the premiere, not the premiere, it might have been the premiere of Thor Ragnarok, like the whole beginning of that movie. He accidentally had on his Instagram live. Um, so my question to you, Mark Ruffalo is crazy. My question to you is, is this indeed just a troll? Because, you know, he probably had to just say something, so his mouth was moving when they, funnily, funnily enough, beeped it out, of course, because it was a little gag. Or could this actually be the title of the movie? Because it sounds like it could be. <laughs> it sounds plain enough to be the title. Yeah, I don't think it's called that. I saw the Russo brothers tweet out, Mark Ruffalo, you're fired. <laughs> so I think they're just all playing around. Could it be all one of those, like, we gonna actually give you the actual title if you're clever enough to read lips and then take. People have the technology to take out beeps of stuff that they didn't even do. Uh huh. They got some. There's crazy technology now. So could it all just be like, all right, everybody know I'm joking, but I'm really about to give you the the true deets. Right. Or the it, Avengers, the last Avenger. What if they just take off the Avengers and they just call it the last Avenger? That just seems weird because it sounds like it would just be one of them. Like one remaining Avenger, and this is about that Avenger. Or they can call it Avengers Last. That's whack, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so. Just call this Avengers Infinity Gauntlet, or I suppose Endgame, or. I want to be your Endgame. Or Avengers 4. (laughs) If they went after all this, (laughs) and they called it Avengers 4. Forever? Avengers <laughs> Forewell. That's whack. That's like farewell, but they forced uh, a four in it. What do they just call it? Avengers Goodbye. Because <laughs> Avengers of- Desymbol. No, because I'm going to think they like going to derobe. I don't know why. Because <laughs> Desymbol, I think. Just because it got D in it? Yeah. Because uh, they Desymbol derobe. Uh, I didn't know that uh, Marvel was working on apparently the Dark Avengers. They are? Those are the dark, the secret Avengers or dark Avengers, whatever they're called. I didn't. I, I know. Well, I guess they until they get the full, full control over the X Men. I guess they're just gonna be nah, throwing some it. different stuff out there. Yeah, got you. <laughs> I was. I let y'all rock with the Eternals, but yeah, yeah. turn. I'm not into the Eternals <laughs> really, but that's clearly a sign we ain't doing Guardians of the Galaxy no more. <laughs> yeah, they, about, they have to find some other wacky premise to keep. <laughs> Keep going with. We gotta have one crazy thing. Like just chill, y'all. Get an X Men, and y'all have to make Fantastic Four because I want to see what a good Fantastic Four yeah, movie. Yeah, that's what like. they could do instead of Guardians of the Galaxy and Internals. Just do Fantastic Four, and y'all know what everybody wants. We want Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. 
as the two leads. Y'all got to hurry up before they get too old. Yeah, we don't want them getting too, I mean, if they're just in their 30s, that's young compared to True. everybody else. Y'all get Zach Efron as the human torch. Y'all go. Or jo- Michael B again. Nah. <laughs> you got to go John Cena as the thing. Okay. You got to go uh, Matthew McConaughey as Dr. Doom. And let's see. Or you, if you don't want to do Dr. Doom, you want to do Silver Surfer. I saw somebody say uh, Lakeith Stanfield can be a <laughs> Silver Surfer. <laughs> yeah, give him uh, any crazy role. Lakeith Stanfield as yeah, Silver Surfer. Yeah, why isn't he going to be the villain in the next Black Panther? He could. He could definitely yeah. be a... Doctor Voodoo, as it's called on um, <laughs> Marvel e- Contest of Champions, he could easily be in there. All right, so yeah, I better see the Lakeith Stanfield, Travante mm-hmm. Rhodes, y'all forcing Dan- or Donald Glover into this. What it seems like, yeah, and he's already a character in this universe. So I just, I and unless they credit him as Childish Gambino. <laughs> if they got Childish Gambino <laughs> in Black Panther Two, Wakanda Strikes Back. Or we Wakanda rebuilds. That movie's about to be called Wakanda Forever. Yeah, or probably. the third one. Yeah, yeah, the third one because they already they basically destroyed Wakanda in Infinity War, so it has to be being rebuilt in the second one. Wakanda so. Rise, the rise of Wakanda. Yeah, Wakanda rises as because everything a couple years ago was about to be called Dark Something mm-hmm. or Evolution. something rises. Wakanda Evolution. <laughs> Wakanda Wakanda Reborn. Wakanda Revolution. And then Raqu- Wakanda Reloaded. <laughs> Wakanda Reloaded. <laughs> yeah, Matrix. I guess that. I guess it works with the Matrix because I was about to really riff the Reloaded and Revolution titles. <laughs> That's kind of I actually like those movies uh, if you just think very deeply about them and watch that documentary with all them theories. I got to see. I got to rewatch them. Somebody give me the complete Matrix trilogy set so I can watch the movies. Uh, so I can make Brianna watch them because I don't think she's ever seen them before. I got a Animatrix on DVD. Nah, you can keep. I think I have that too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I and I got it from my cousin who gave me a buttload of his like old comics. I got it from, for some reason, I think I got it from Sam's Club. Yeah, you went out. You probably went out. You probably made your parents take you there to go get it. They had that sitting next to like some gel pens. Sam's Club. That's back when you were into gel pens. Yeah, from what and I just gimped. Re- <laughs> <laughs> you liked making little friendship yeah, bracelets and stuff. When you, I had bad flashbacks when you just said gel pens. I'm like, oh, can I get the new gel pens? You see your kid. You see other kids that can't play with gimp. Like, can I get some gimp, please? Gimp <laughs> and gel gel pens. What were you doing with these gel pens? Drawing. I mean, granted, I had some too. I would draw mad. Pink Goku's. <laughs> I was the fakest drawer. I couldn't draw to save my life, but you definitely would see me in my room. I had like Pokemon little sketch kits, <laughs> gel pens, <laughs> sketch paper. And I could, I walk away, couldn't draw a single thing. <laughs> I was just getting stuff to get it. Had a drum set. <laughs> definitely wasn't no musician. Just beating on that drums to make legit noise. <laughs> hey, only thing that made sense is the little basketball hoop I had. Everything else, the little skates I had, the ones where you got the red. This was before Heelys. <laughs> the ones where you had to hit the button on the shoe to make the, the skate come out. Them things look like them things look like Spice Girl high tops. I was six feet taller when I was wearing them things. 
Oh, shoot. I wore them things at school. One time it was taller than the whole class. <laughs> that thing was like, like walking around in big old like mountain climber boots. Uh, I had some of those, too. The button was very hard to press. No, like, I'm trying to skate across this, these things the are, sidewalk. These things are not convenient. <laughs> yeah, those was when they had. Then they were like, all right, we'll make it convenient. Come out with Heelys. Yeah. And by the time Heelys came out, I was probably high school or yeah, something crazy. I, was, I wasn't getting Heelys because I already wore those yeah. other shoes one time. Man, that made my head hurt. Scooters, skip it. <laughs> skip it. I remember you had the Pokedex. I ain't had a Pokedex. Yeah, man. man. Pokemon cards, too. Yeah, Pokemon. I still, my Pokemon book is somewhere, and I will find it and sell it. <laughs> yeah, I need to. I need to sell. Cause I know where my, or some of mine was at. It's in my mind. I was recently down there looking at like. I got some uh, holographics. Uh, I got some classic. I got some vintage. Pay me for my cards. And this isn't uh, one of those cards where somebody tricked me. Yeah, when you traded a whole game. Something wild. a card that had a sticker <laughs> over an energy card. Dude, robbed me. And, and, and. I got the Pac-Man with it, too. Oh, yeah. And I was playing that Pac-Man faithfully after that. Just to make sure I got my money's worth. He's sitting on the couch like, I don't even like Pac-Man like that. <laughs> a pack, a handheld Pac-Man game. Yeah. That's trash. <laughs> what was my, what was my, uh, Nintendo, uh, Game Boy, my just game regular Boy. Game Boy. And then, then Did it, you have the purple clear Game Boy Advance? Yep. All right, because I had the silver, I think. Yeah, I had the, I had the green Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Then the little clear Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. And then I think I stopped. Did I ever have, did I ever have a Game Boy? Wait, was it Game Boy Color? Did you have regular Game Boy or Game Boy Color? Because I had the uh, the light blue Game Boy Color, the silver Game Boy Advance, the silver Game Boy SP. Yeah, after that, after Game the, Boy Advance, I was done. The white Nintendo DS, and then I had the blue. Now I got the blue Nintendo 3DS XL. Which one do I have now? I have no clue. Because for one, I, I don't think I had Game Boy I thought I had Game Boy Color. I, I had two. I know that much, but I don't know which one was which. I don't know. Was there anything after Game Boy Color before Advance? Maybe not. Well, I definitely had Advance and SP. I was cutting some lawns for those. <laughs> In hindsight, them things only about hundred was only about a hundred dollars. Yeah, back then that was a lot. Yeah, that was an foreseeable amount. I remember I handed the lady the money, it had a two dollar bill in it. She was like, "Do you want to use that two dollar bill?" I'm like, "Yes." Yes, I scraped up mad cash for this. I'm like, "This has nothing to do with me. I want my Game Boy." I remember I sold almost all of my fittings to get a sixty dollar video game. I had to get two K and I ain't have money. Oh yeah. Nowadays I accidentally almost buy food that's around a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I'm still broke. So. Mm-hmm. You know, life. Um, all right, well, trying to move on to the punishment segment. Um, my nominee for this week, and this is like I really like this person, but it's just what he said broke my heart. What in the world? Can't even find the quote because they took it offline. <laughs> oh my gosh, I was actually about to be prepared. Well, I'm nominating Garth or Garth Evans, whatever his name is. The, di- oh boy. the director of The Raid mm-hmm. and The Raid 2. And I am giving him this nomination because he basically said recently for promoting his little new Netflix show that he got, or movie, I don't remember what it is, that he ain't going to be, he basically not going to do The Raid 3 anymore. 
Because he said he shot three martial arts movies back to back. I don't know what the third one is. I know he ain't talking about uh the Mark. Well, he ain't got nothing to do with that, so I don't know what he's talking about. Because he, he's t- like around when he did the raid and the raid two, he shot those like he did three straight. So there's a third movie in that little mix. Oh yeah, it might have been that movie. I think he did a movie before then. Okay, so he did those three straight, and he said if he was to do the raid three, he should have did it right after the raid two. But back then, he said he wanted to take a break from doing the raid movies. But mm-hmm. now he's saying. The idea that he had, he would only had excitement to do it if he did it right after the raid two, and it would it wouldn't have dealt with Rama. It would have dealt with there was a scene in raid two where they were talking about like some a gang war about to happen, and so to deal with like the cops and like it just started like with a bunch of gangs killing a bunch of each other people I don't know than the cops and it just it didn't have anything to do with Rama's storyline. He said he should have did that right after, and wouldn't have been as long as the raid two. It would have just been like cool like 90 95 minutes just action-packed more uh, ground not more like more um centralized like the first one was but yeah so he said as all this time has gone past he's like become less and less motivated to do it so he said he's probably not going to do it anymore but he still appreciates what those movies brought blah 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 blah, blah. so basically what i heard was i'm not doing the raid three anymore after getting everybody's hopes up yeah after seeing the first two, because the first one was amazing, was a very simple concept, but the action was crazy. That's a classic. And then the second one, they upped the storyline, but they also upped the action. And that last hour of that movie is crazy. And so many scenes in that movie are some of the best action scenes I've ever seen, from the little bathroom stall fight to the little jail fight that they had in the mud and the outside mm-hmm. to where Hammer boy and Batgirl where they were fighting Rama in the little hallway. There's just so many nuts action scenes. Then you can talk about when they uh in the first one where Rama and his brother fought Mad Dog or in the second one where Rama fought the other super highly skilled fight guy. I don't know his name. But there's just so many great scenes as though those are two like one of the two of the best action movies of all time in my opinion and in a lot of people's opinion. So we couldn't rate for the the trilogy capper, and now to hear that we're not getting it is upsetting. Yep. So unless we get something that's good and action-packed, Garth, or whatever your name is, Gareth. Maybe he'll put out another movie, and it'll stink. And then he'll be like, all right. I hope so. I hope now, I'm, now I hope this Netflix movie is trash. Oh, nobody else gives you any more work, <laughs> so you'll be forced to give us a rape movie. Because we, because we like your content so yeah. much, we want your other content to fail. Yeah, yeah. So that's you know, it's being nice, and we've already had to suffer through my boy Iwaue uh, being misused in Star Wars, and then giving us being the only good part of Mile Twenty Two. So that's crazy. I'm pretty. You need to do a superhero movie. Yeah. With my boy in it. He just has to play the Asian version of him. Yeah, he got all these DC movies. Oh, yeah, he also said he doesn't think he's doing Deathstroke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. <laughs> like, I didn't think he's doing it anyway. Okay. <laughs> Deathstroke is not getting made. <laughs> Joe McNello, whatever, however you say his name, it's probably so sad. Yeah, he's, he couldn't he's, wait he's, to play this character. They finally put him in the game. He probably felt like he knocked his one little two-minute scene out the park. Oh, Fred, just to be toying with his heart. <laughs> Sad. They was trying to set up the Legion of Doom. Yeah, and they backed off that easily, very quickly. 
DC don't know what they're doing. They just like they're just like the fox. They're playing with my heart, but not I'm with you. And when we are, we'll find something is good. And no matter what, whether without you. All right, you got anybody else? <laughs> This week. Nah, I guess my boy got to get it. I, mean, I can't think of nobody else. I mean, it could have been Simon. Simon. <laughs> he, <laughs> he really. He was talking crazy. He had bad crazy quotes, but uh, we gave it to Fox twice, two All weeks right, straight. So we'll we'll let up. So if somebody, if we ain't got nobody for next week, he can get a retcon. Yeah, one. you got to get a <laughs> retroactive <Yeah>. punishment. <laughs> I'm just be saying words, even though they have nothing to do with it. That's how you got to be confident. You got to say uh, words. And just breeze uh, past it. Like it makes sense. I'll be saying all kind of, I'll be talking like T.I. <laughs> and just be trying to go past it. Yeah, he be wilding. I be listening. That interview. Because we say too many big words. Him and Stephen A. Smith. I be listening oh, yeah. to Stephen A. Smith now. Like, bro, I know some of them words just don't make any sense for what you're saying. But whatever. We can probably talk about this off air, but I finally watched that Machine Gun Kelly interview. I did. You voted to me. I'm still not tough. I was like, you know what? Let me see. Because they were saying this other stuff about the interview. And I was like, he was talking wild. It, but clearly, it's his addiction. Yeah, his movie. Because he's on. When he said, he, he was like, I had a man bun because I was doing a box office movie. He was like, shout out to Nerve. No one's seen Nerve. And Nerve came out like two to three years ago, bruh. And it wasn't a box office smash. <laughs> yeah. It made it sound like. He's like, I'm an actor. I got like six movies on the way. And he's had a man bun way after that movie came out. But yeah. whatever. 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 I ain't going to trip. But all right. So Gareth Evans or Garth, whatever your name is, you're on punishment, sir. But we're doing this to help you, bro. So go yeah. sit in the corner. This is one of them answer punishments. <laughs> this is to wake you up. We 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 know we got faith in you. Yeah. Ansel, let me see if I, because I saw something he did. <laughs> so, go, so go sit in the corner and write that raid script, bro. And don't come out until it's done. Did you see your girl, Joey King? No. Let me find this picture. She on. She doing bigger and better things. Better, bigger and better things, man. Oh my gosh! I was already super highly upset when the girl from uh, Gotham shaved her hair, hair uh, off. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh! I just don't know what to do with hair. <laughs> um, all right, so what's next? Is it movie we seen next or Blu-rays? Uh, Blu-rays, I believe. Let me pull these up. This week, oh yeah, there's this one thing that you can look at on a uh, box office mojo, and it like compares like the similar movies. I never realized how much House with a Clock and Goosebumps had a similar movie poster and type of commercials. Made by the same people. They like the Jack Black. Give it the Jack Black style. That's crazy. House with the Clock is Universal. Goosebumps is Sony Columbia. Uh, have, I wonder if they went to the same company to do it. Probably. Uh, the runtime's almost exact. Uh, but anyways. Maybe I should go see that movie because I didn't think Goosebumps was going to be good. And it actually was. Um, movies for this week. We got uh, Skyscraper. That's a might stream. Might stream. We got Eighth Grade. That's I feel like it came out quick, but of course it was an indie movie. Yeah, it's a muscle. That's a, one of my favorite movies for the year. Uh, Hotel Transylvania 3. 
I said, I don't need to ever see it. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Um, Hotel Artemis. That is a, I'm good on never watching that movie again, just because for the simple fact that there was no action. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Sterling, hide the straps, K Brown. This is us. This is new episodes coming uh, every week now. Hide the straps. <laughs> uh, let's see. We gonna do a throwback or throwback this week. These last two weeks, they just stopped releasing old movies. Well, you should have been had them. Uh, we about to go with. I'm going back. Which Evil Dead is this? Oh, that's the real old one. I don't want that one. We're going to go with. The uh, Minions. <laughs> that's a might stream if I need to see that movie again. I was disappointed. Um, you know what? Let me just run some of these other ones. Uh, I Am Legend. I would accept that as a gift. Shout out to Big Willie. Book of Eli. Might stream. Uh, 300. Except that was a great movie. 300 Rise of an Empire. Might stream. <laughs> that was a letdown <laughs> compared to the first one. Troy. I do not need to see that movie ever again. I'm good. Pokemon, the first movie. That's a might stream. <laughs> Pokemon 2000. All these Pokemon movies are going to be might streams because I, I watch Pokemon movies. Uh-huh. Pokemon, the third movie. My stream. <laughs> now, after the third is when I guess I moved on. Because then you had Forever, of course. I can't, I personally can't tell you what Pokemon movies I've seen. The first Pokemon movie is Mewtwo. The second Pokemon movie is Lugia. Okay. The third is that, like, cat, whatever that was, that little fire animal. Yeah. And then I guess I was done. I must have wiped away a lot of things from my childhood. I do remember mm-hmm. when we saw the one of Pokemon movies, some girls was fighting at the theater. <laughs> oh, I remember seeing Yu-Gi-Oh. My mom said she was picking me up from y'all's house <laughs> to go take me to see Yu-Gi-Oh because I've been asking people and no one wanted to see Yu-Gi-Oh. Let me see this nerd movie. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh-huh, the Yu-Gi-Oh! movie. Yikes, it was just throwing out any movie back that, then. That movie was cool. Yu-Gi-Oh! A, I'm sure a card captors movie would have been better. Or maybe a, uh, what else? I like the fighting food tons. Uh, I recently that. watched a clip from a show that I like called Big Bad Beetleborgs. I was like, this is the worst show I've ever seen. <laughs> If you look up Big Bad Beetleborgs when they get their powers. They talking about some people just being okay with their powers and not shocked. They was like, whoa, I'm the red Beetleborg and I got the sword. And he was like, I gotta find this. this. Oh, that sounds awful. I got to find this. I know I'm dragging this podcast on, but this is crazy. For one, I completely just skipped over the Rotten Tomatoes segment. So oh, yeah. while you're looking for that, I will resolve... The movies that we need to do first up is all right. Check this out real quick. I don't like this. I do not like this at all. I had a cup of that guy. Wait, but this is not the one I wanted to show you. I wanted you to see. This looks very bad. When these, when they get their powers. Uh, that looks terrible. I'm just going to throw that out there. 
Let's get their powers. I'll let you keep going with the. All right. Um, probably, I think we just got Venom for this week. Venom. Venom is sitting at a thirty uh, percent right now on Rotten Tomatoes. I gave it a forty-five. You gave it a fifty percent. I did. <laughs> you went straight down the middle. So I take the W there. Barely, and now we're back to being tied at 25. So we still have, uh, coming up this week, we have Bad Times at the El Royale and Goosebumps to a Haunted Halloween. And the movie for this week, since there's so many movies that already have um, scores up so far, the next movie is not until November 2nd, and that is Bohemian Rhapsody. And I just want to say, I thought I knew what that song was. I went and looked it up. Uh-huh. I only knew part of that song. That song is whack. And how that is one of the best songs of all time, according to some reviews, is Beyond Me. It's a very long song. And it's like not even catchy because it has it's like, it's like 16 different songs in one. Yeah. It's whack. But I do really want to see the movie, though. Uh, all right. So what are you giving Bohemian Rhapsody? I've read something where they said Rami Malik was good. And anytime they just say one person is good. <laughs> yeah, it could be a long day for the actual movie. And they said they somebody did a double feature with A Star is Born in Bohemian Rhapsody. And they said one of those things was not like the other. Okay. Honestly, got to go right back down the middle. <laughs> 50. 50%. All right. But I feel like it's going to be on the lower side of things. All right, well, that could help you because I'm going higher. I'm going with 61%. Okay. So, you gave Bohemian Rhapsody a 50. I'm going with a 61%. So, hopefully, um, Ron, what is his name, Rami Malek? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, his performance puts the movie over 61 or uh, above. But, you know, we'll see. All right, check this out. <laughs> This looks, this looks awful. I used to like this though. I used to throw anything out for kids to watch. Yeah. Let's try this again. All right. Is this a scary show? It looks very scary. Watch this. This is how they get their powers. And watch their reactions. I like how they do it like a drawing because they can't, you know, ain't got the effects to actually right. show it in real life. Uh, was there like cool. stuff to reference for this? Do they just give these these I'm names? But the way they reacted, yeah. whoa! I got the Stinger yeah. Borg. They just <laughs> off top gave them those names. <laughs> that is trash. I mean, they creative then. They're trash. This looked like a Stinger Borg. Yeah, they already had it. It was like it was. It was meant for them to name that. <laughs> and they were children. It was whack. And why well, don't want to be no Beetle Borg if you're gonna make me big anything. bad Beetle Borgs? The quadruple Bs. 
Triple B's. Uh, Big baller brain. Never lost. <laughs> Shout out to, what's his name? Uh, Lonzo. Uh, yeah, not, not, not Lons. Lamella. Lonnie Lon. This is uh, ejected from a game recently. Uh-huh. Um, all right, so what movie you plan on seeing before the next episode? Uh, I'm deciding if I'm going to watch something, Dr. Dre. Uh, you say it's whack. Ain't first man opening. Yes, it is. Uh, it's Goss Goss time. That being said, I kind of do want to see A Star is Born now. So, really so I may roll with that. It's one of those movies that I like that you got to enjoy those type of movies, but it's good. Mm-hmm. One of those good white people movies. Yeah, <laughs> that's a watch at home. <laughs> yeah, you could. Somebody just... send me. I'm in the. Uh, I'm in the writers guild. Somebody send me. Uh, yeah. It's that time of year. It's that time of the year. <laughs> I love this time of the year. Get the clean movies. You love this time of year because it's Creed season. Uh, I mean, I, I'm excited for that movie. It looks real good. Yeah, you weren't excited. Um, you you say stuff like, "I'm excited for the movie. He looks real good." <laughs> Never say that, but I plan on seeing, even though I've been saying how I really want to see Smallfoot because LeBron is in it, I keep pushing it back, and I will probably, but I'll probably either see that or Hellfest, and then see First Man, because I'm definitely seeing that when it comes out. And then see Bad Times at the El Royale. I do kind of yeah, want to see that I movie. I do want to see that movie, too, <laughs> so that Smallfoot might keep getting pushed and back. And you want to see uh, Beautiful Boy. I do really want to see. That's the name of the movie, and it's oddly what you call Timothy it's Chalamet. Not what I call him. But I do want to see that movie. I'm going to go in there, Bo, or not Bo, I'm going to go in there and just super aggressive about it. See, like, hey, can I get one ticket for Beautiful Boy? Yeah. You, you probably going to say, like, Cutie Boy or something weird. <laughs> but I'm excited for Halloween. Not the holiday, but, like, the movie coming out. Uh, yeah, it should be real good. So that comes out soon after that. Mm-hmm. All right, I guess. Uh, sayonara. I guess it's been another episode of Leo B. Gyllenhaal Podcast. It is your boy, Leo Archibald, Young Denzel, O'Shea Patatson the Third, Slim Nate, A.K. Slim Pickens, Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Parker, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, Peter Parker, Silk Pajamas, a Nate is born, a Natum, Natum, holy man, it is, spread your rolling your boy, Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Taylor Joy Van Zant, a.k.a. Terry Kaiser, Bonnet. Huh? Chorus Kojo, The Name Generator, Neon Ember, The FPG, The Bar Technician, The Word Bender, Raymond Kane, Uncle Wami. Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me like a football. Football. Who sucks? Our Jai Courtney sucks. Taylor. I was about to say Jaquees. I'm like, dang, what you got against Jaquees? I mean, I'm not a big Jaquees <laughs> fan. Uh, Taylor Kidd sucks. Alec Rose sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Joey King sucks. Nina Dobrev sucks. Romney Malco sucks. Chingy sucks. Uh, the Theo James sucks. Weren't I supposed to get some frog named Chingy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we ain't go to the store. I don't want no frog named Chingy. Uh, shout out to uh, King Answer the Baby Driver. Where's that album? And tell me what this blonde hair is for. I know it's not for a West Side Story. It might be.
I know he can probably do a good job in that movie. This is right up his alley. <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> that's a weird way to end the shit. <laughs> before this episode, I had nothing to say. <laughs> this episode, it's two hours, which is I don't a surprise. Know. We were finishing up at hour twenty-seven, if I'm not mistaken. But then I had to find Big Bad Beetleborgs. And this probably this. This episode probably was uh, some uh, back to us really getting super off subject. Uh huh. Classic. Old, the good old days. Good old days. But all right, before this gets to two hours, let me end this off with the. Yes, DJ Nate. That's a garbage DJ name. 